So welcome everybody to the first episode of Twist and Talk with hey. Monty, Nate, and Cam. Yeah. Dope. It's official now. Now you can't tell me to shut up. Right? <laughs> 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 All right. So how are we going to start this? Um, we start with just dab since it's just like kind of a quick into it. I mean, it'll get you there. It'll get you there. Yep. Then like, see, I'm quenched. I'm like, if we smoke a blunt, you got the nicotine buzz going with the with the high. So mm-hmm. then you're kind of you're attributing that into it. Right. But dabs is a hell of a rocket blast to go into it. Right. Like, this is how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start with like a bong hit? Um, I think that probably yeah, the probably the best. Probably the easiest. Let me get my. Uh, this guy. You need to use this one, or I can use a smaller one. Get a smaller guy. I'll go for the big one. Big one. Okay. Big bong. Big bong in it. I suppose since we don't have video too, we could try to like. I have to give them a description of like. Right. Size, I was definitely size thinking. Of the rig. So. Yeah. So the voice you're hearing now, I'm Nathan. Uh. I go by Cousin Nate on Instagram, C-U-Z-Z-I-N-N-8. So if you want to see any pictures of this weed, we're rolling up some wedding cake by Lifted right now. Can we get some bong hits of it? Roll the fronto. So if you want to see any pictures of this weed, we will have it on our Instagram pages. What's your Instagram page, Monty? It's Monty, uh, but it's spelled weird. It's M-O-N-T-T-T-E. That's three T's? Three T's. Three T's in Monty. Yeah, with an E at the end. So check that out. We all like to keep active on our Instagrams anyways. Show you the fun we're having in real life. Most of my fun's weed related. I'm excited about a cake start because it's appropriate. Right. Wedding cake's been so hyped up for so long now. Right, definitely to strain of 2018. Yeah. Catch a little bit of the hype before it's over. Yeah. One of the better in next. Yeah, was, so far of those crosses, I'm liking ice cream cake the best of the new wedding cake crosses. I mean, that's funny because I'm not the biggest fan of gelato, but it, I still like it the most. It's amazing, actually, yeah. It's the one that has, like, kind of some of those original cookie fam taste right 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 so rolling up a fronto blunt while we get the bong ready uh for those who don't know fronto leaf is a uh whole leaf tobacco i sourced mine from a company called leaf only out of connecticut i like to smoke backwoods a lot but um they have a lot of flavoring added to them and my weed already tastes good. Yeah, right? <laughs> and they're expensive. They I are. smoke way too much blunts to pour backwards, unfortunately. So a few of the things we're trying to address on this podcast, since we're in episode one, kind of give you guys an idea of what you're in tune for. We're going to be doing some weed reviews. We, we work at a recreational marijuana shop in Washington State in the city of Linwood <coughs> and so we'll be doing some weed reviews in different forms we'll be rolling frontos rolling blunts taking bong hits taking dabs we're going to try to stay strain specific per episode sometimes that's not going to be available but we're going to do our best to do that You'll be able to go on our Instagram and see pictures of these things until we get some actual video footage up and We got Cam back from cleaning the bong. Yep, clean bong. What's your Instagram, Cam? Dead Mew number two. Dead D E A D M E W two. Gotcha. Is that a Pokemon reference? Sure is. Gotcha. And it's also a Dead Mouse reference. Dead Mouse Pokemon. Nice mashup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dead Mouse five and says Dead Mew two. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> a couple extra T's in my name I thought I was clear <laughs> <laughs> yeah all my life I've been referred to as oh you know my cousin Nate right 
So I'm cousin Nate. Speaking of your cousin, I uh, went to get some Thai food the other day and saw him in the parking lot at the rec room. Yeah, that's like, a spot. I was like, yo, yo. I hit a blunt. <laughs> I just went to blunt a purple punch. I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah. He was so blown away by the rap. He's like, dude, what is this shit? It's smooth. He just kept hitting it. You know, like when you can tell somebody doesn't want to hand you back the blunt, you're like kind of staring at him like, that was, that was four. <laughs> like, I know it's good. Come on, bro. Yep. It doesn't surprise me. <laughs> now he's cool. He, he made me text him. And then he woke me up the next day, like trying to figure out who texted him. <laughs> no, it's early in the morning. Like, hello, I'm fucking lost. And I think I put him, I think I put him as Nate's cousin. Oh, yeah. So then when I'm all sleepy, I'm like, Cousin Nate's calling me. <laughs> there we go. There's a good shot of it. I've been over here trying to take a picture of this wedding cake the whole time. Mm. There we go. Yeah, there it is. I even have one of these uh, fancy-ass magnifying glasses if you want to get up in there. It's not great. Oh, okay. I mean, at the very least, you, you might be able to put your camera up on the yep. lens there. Trying to get some macro shots for you folks. Macro shots. I'd say wedding cake is one of those strains where the hype is unfortunately completely real. It is, for sure. I want it not to be real, but it's so real. So not a huge blunt. I just rolled maybe a little under a gram. Try not to roll them too big. It's like I'm going to be sitting on the weed. Yeah. I tend to smoke a little better, not huge. Mm -hmm. Rather roll two. I, I find like that 0.7 to half gram size is like almost like one of like some of my favorite sizes for like at least for a personal size. It just tends to be like the most flavorful without the less, without the biggest punch. Yeah, I can see that. It's crazy looking, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. It just didn't get in too much of the... Too much, too much of the light? Like the tube. Oh, the tube, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Oh. I don't know how that works. Well, it was a fun idea. I have a magnifier. I've seen other things that work like that, but not exactly. Right. So no go on the macro shot today. No go on the macro shot. But we try. <clears throat> that guy up. Oh, yeah, your thing. right there if you'd use it. I think it's just too strong. So some of the other things we're going to be doing on this podcast is giving you cannabis news from our state nationwide and hopefully worldwide. There's another goal is to keep you guys abreast and up to date on the latest information as far as laws and studies and science and all things cannabis. Uh, this is the bomb weed? Yeah. You grind your bong hits first? I feel like they're... I, it's, it smokes smoother when you grind it. I feel like it... It definitely burns more efficiently that way. Yes. I don't know if I'd say it smokes smoother personally, but it definitely burns yep. you know, more efficient. I agree. I feel I feel like it burns hotter a little more. I was going to say, I yeah, can see, I I can see it burning hotter for sure. Tend to, yeah, so it's I a little, little more intense. Throaty. Mm -hmm. I break mine down by, so I don't like hand grind it. Mm -hmm. I, I hand break it down for a bone hit personally. Gotcha. Is that the jar cake from here? Yes. Um, there's a screen in my bowl, so, um, grind your weed and screen your bowl. We're on two different levels, bro. I know, man. <laughs> I know, man. This is good, you know, diversity for the people. Right? These glass screens, though. Oh, that's better. So okay. it's like, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not the same as metal screens. Fuck metal screens. It's old school. Are we doing snaps or are we sharing a bowl? Uh, probably sharing. This, this, this is probably enough to share. For those that don't know, snaps compared to a bowl would be uh, snaps a small one hitter. Personal. Usually, yeah, like a personal. They call it a snap because you light it up and it kind of makes that sound when it sucks through the bowl piece. It snaps into it. Compared to a bowl is 
I mean, pretty self-explanatory. Right. Cam Bam on the on the bong hit. The bong hit. So I'd say this bong is like a foot and a half. Good 18 inches for sure. Foot and a half beaker. Single perk. It has a, it has a second glass. It has a second chamber to it, but we're not using it right now. So do you prefer a bong bowl or a bong snaps? Monty? Mmm. If it's going around like this, snaps maybe. But if it's if I'm just chilling on a bong, I'll probably just load a bowl. If it's solo. I, feel I like that. the idea of being able to give people a green hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> <coughs> oh yeah, I'm a coffer. Y'all can hear this. <laughs> Looking up on the internet the other day. It just tastes like I'm smoking hash. Yeah, it's, it's strong. Um, so I was looking up on the internet the other day about uh, some of the candidates for the upcoming presidential election in 2020. And it looks like nationwide cannabis is really starting to make a headway here. 12, I guess 12 of the announced Democratic presidential candidates are all for national legalization. Wow, that's crazy. That's and uh, yeah, that's pretty big. And even, I guess there's even one Republican. Yeah, it's obviously the Colorado senator. Yeah, I was like Trump. <laughs> and then there's also speculation that Trump could use an executive order to implement a... Um, a thing that's going through Congress right now called the States Act, which is just going to help uh, current recreational businesses be able to file their taxes and get more uh, legitimate as far as banking goes. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how many people know out there in the world that, you know, cannabis is a totally different industry as far as the business side goes. You're not able to uh, do any tax write-offs. All of your um, expenses as far as the business goes are not tax write-offs. So everything comes out of pocket. Uh, for the company, which is a pretty big deal for anybody who knows about trying to run a company and the tax breaks that you get in doing that. And unfortunately, the tax uh, the taxes you do have to pay are upwards of the 46.7%. It's nearly half of what your product is worth. And so, <clears throat> it's pretty ridiculous. It just creates an incredibly uh, offset. Get back to this wedding cake. Um, those that don't know, wedding cake is triangle mint or triangle Kush crossed with animal mints. Um, kind of a widely debated cross, mm -hmm. probably only because of Leafly, honestly. <laughs> but Leafly tends to say it's the same as pink cookies, which is Girl Scout cookies and cherry pie. Yeah, and I'd have a hard, I'd have to argue that most places I've seen, and even Lifted calls this stuff triangle mints often, referring mm -hmm. to the triangle Kush animal mints cross. Right. Right, so I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <coughs> but I would I would believe I would believe specifically, especially lift its cut to be that way. Um, I almost I almost speculate if like for instance, Stabstracks or uh, like Fat Panda's cut is like the other one. Um, but it's not specific enough, and I haven't smoked it independently enough to to know to know that. Right. Yeah, that'd be a good another good thing for us to do on this podcast is to get the same strain from a couple different growers. Try them side by and side. And try them side by side and see what we think and how they compare. Mm -hmm. And do they even seem like the same thing? Right. You know? How many strains are we getting in the store that are Dutch tree all day? Motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. this Dutch tree. I don't know who's lying to you. And I don't know what kind of weed grower you are that you don't smell Dutch tree the second you smell it. Yeah, it's so common. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of mislabeled weed on the market. And I don't think it's like, I don't think it's all malicious. 
No. No. It's, it's probably not. a lot of just absent-minded or, or like just just straight mistakes and they don't know. Yeah. Well, it's even to the fact that we can't even prove if we're getting from like a, like a seed like a seed farm or something kind of like that. If we're getting from a seed source, like how, how can we guarantee? Much less, you know. I mean, I, like everybody's also got their own proprietary growing methods too. So like you know, while someone might grow like short plants, someone grows tall plants, or you know, depending on how like how their setup is. So we got a good head rush off that green hit there. <laughs> How would you guys describe the smell of wedding cake? Um, kind of like the smell of like cream cheese, but with like a little bit more. Um, I don't know. It's got like that. It's got that sour, that sour funk to it, but it's got. It definitely has that uh, the skunk there too. I'm horrible at trying to equate smells it's, to other things. I know. It's one of those things where also, I don't know, the the uh, <coughs> the gas quality of it is also like right there too. It's kind of, um, yeah, you have the jar, don't you? Yeah, it's right here. <coughs> it's, uh, definitely has that, like, it's, it's clean too. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I <laughs> wish I could. It's almost like a like a lemon cleaner with like gasoline, like kind of like like lemon gasoline, I guess from like smelling smelling it right now. It's super funky, like like it reminds me of like fruit that's almost bad, yeah, but not quite. It's mm -hmm. sweet, and then like I even smell like um. Like the smell of fresh soil is that is that kind of funk? Like, I can see that. Like not not dirt out of a bag, but like when you dig a hole and you smell yeah. wet dirt. Mm -hmm. And gassy and more of a like, it's gassy, but it's like um, I don't know. It reminds me closer to like a weird glue, but not like gorilla glue. Like yeah, it kind of has like a like a like an like a, like a, like the resin or epoxy resin, style like epoxy type of smell, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like chemical kind of smells. And sour, to like, mm -hmm. like real sour. It's even got a pucker to the taste. That's where I, that's where that like that cream cheese kind of like mm -hmm. that that smell yeah. kind of comes sour, through. Sour like um, mm -hmm. yeah, like a like yeah, a, cream cheese or even sour cream like that. I'm trying to think of a cheesecake. Yeah, um, cheesecake yeah. kind of has that like totally. in the back of your tongue kind of on size. Mm -hmm. Make your chip your your cheeks get like fat filling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I also have the uh, an older batch of wedding cake here too. Um, so, oh yeah. So let's first off, let's uh, what year it, or what what harvest harvest date is, date is that one? So we're smoking it on uh, March third, two thousand nineteen, right? Yep. And so, and it was harvested on uh, this one is December eleventh, two thousand eighteen. December 11th. Oh, that's the 12 11. That's what everybody's smoking on right now. 12 11, yeah. This is the yeah. new one. Just came so out. That's the latest one. Yeah. Gotcha. I've got over here a, a 1031 2018 batch. And it typically is just a little bit. Uh, um, it typically, I don't know, this one just it happened to, to smack really hard. It was a great grow. I had a little bit of seeds to it. But um, old, yeah, I had to buy an ounce of it. Yeah, this is my last nug of it. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. Like studio, studio cat. Yeah, unfortunately, the jar just smells like jar. But big old flat buffer. No, ain't no weed in there. No, this one. I feel like this one still smells like. I think. I think it's. It's still very close to it. I think. The, I think the uh, that epoxy it red, like gassier different. flavor, is like a little bit stronger in this one. Um, it doesn't smell as green. Yeah. It, yeah, definitely not as that. That soil smell has gone a lot out of this one. I will say the ten thirty one more lemony ten thirty one batch that Halloween harvest mm -hmm. from them was probably the best batch I'd ever smoked from them. Yeah, there maybe there's one or two in the yeah, I have that maybe, I remember equal quality. I have about half that much left. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's the last of that. I'm. I, it's like <clears throat> we'll get into it later. It's getting put into a jar and just like that one's being saved. And I'm like, yeah, this one's gone real hashy. 
Mm-hmm. It just smells like it's such a resinous strain that it kind of smells like resin, mm-hmm. not and not like burnt resin, not like yeah, no. but like charas hash or like old school, yeah, like like finger hash that's been sitting in a jar. Mm-hmm. Right, let's spark that fronto. You ready to smoke a blunt, guys? Let's do a little it. nicotine buzz in our morning. So this is what a fronto looks like, kind of backwoodish looking. If y'all seen the movie Belly. The Jamaican cuz and that motherfucker be smoking frontos. That's what's up. Mm. The homie had to show me the beginning of that. Because of that party scene. Oh, man. Damn, you haven't seen Belly? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's another great movie. Great movie. <laughs> so that's what we got to start telling people, too, is we're here to tell you maybe some recommendations sometimes outside of weed. Like, I can't recommend wedding cake more, but, like, Everybody knows to smoke wedding cake. That's not news. Mm-hmm. That's been the hyped up strain all last year. Right, and that's why. We're when's the last time you heard anybody telling you you need to go back and watch the movie Belly? Because that's some gangster shit. <laughs> so dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I haven't seen it yet. Let me put this thing on the list of movies to see. Yeah, I've been starting using a pocket torch lighter to light my blunts, similar to how a cigar. Aficionado likes their cigars, and I find it tastes a lot better. Um, I love a big lighter for its what it is. It's strong, durable. Love them. They're everywhere, accessible. Mm-hmm. But I do think they impart flavor onto my cannabis. Speaking of straight up lighters, I'm really switching over to clippers. Are you really? I am too. I am too. It's a bigger oh. flame. I like the roundness of it, as opposed to the oval. It's got that poker to it, and it's also reflensible and refillable. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think it's 100% uh, on the I hear on all level. those things you're saying, but every time I jumped on that bandwagon, I uh, I end up abandoning shit because I fill it up like two, three times, and it doesn't work anymore. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've had the same one for... I guess I haven't, I haven't, I haven't ran mine out for a while. Yeah, and yeah, that too. I've only had to refill it twice. Once well, I, 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 I get to about the third one or the fourth one, and then it's just like... What it does is I, I flick it, and it just goes. Weird. You shaking the. Um, like maybe it's like. Uh, it's like there's not enough pressure to get the gas out. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. Or do you think it's just clogged? Could totally be personal. It very well may be. It might be the quality of gas you put in it. I know that all butane is not equal, and cheaper butane tends to have a lot more. Uh, contaminant and that will block up the valve of your jet eventually mm-hmm. you can kind of clean them but it's they're kind of toast once you toast them yeah <coughs> yeah my guy just my guy just died stopped yeah, working yeah like that huh? i was like oh man unfortunate like this one just did too Every once in a while, I blow smoke at the microphone like it's a camera. Hey. I just, I can't help it. I look at the <laughs> microphone like it's a camera like, yeah, y'all, this is what we doing over here. <laughs> <laughs> you just say vibes, that's all. Right. You know? So I do think we probably need to create an Instagram just for this. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible about posting. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm not. I'll post pretty good, especially doing something like this. I'll, I'll, I'll create content pretty good for it. I'll probably do all that tonight or tomorrow morning. Create one and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's good right there. That's what I needed. Yep. I, I love how a fronto, the nicotine, I feel it in my legs all the time. It's weird. I can always just feel it immediately restless. in my hands. Not quite restless, just like, okay, yeah. Almost like how coffee makes you feel in your legs and your body, like. Oh yeah. Still going, yeah. Let's do some stuff. I can always just tell when the nicotine hits because of my palms start to sweat. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can tell because I'm satisfied. <laughs> no, you're right, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. I can tell because I'm addicted to nicotine and now I'm getting some. Right. <laughs> yeah. And this is the only nicotine I smoke. It is, yeah, I don't smoke cigarettes. I never had a cigarette, but I buy tobacco by the half pound. Make sure you that you've never had a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Like I've puffed one maybe say, maybe twice. Drags, yeah, but... maybe two drags in my life. Wow. Yeah. That's just like an amazing pitfall to dodge. I'm just saying, dude, you're you're doing good. Keep that keep that keep that stage Certain up. Certain things, yeah, I just I don't know. I grew up around a really 
uh, a, an excellent example at a dis- of a disgusting smoker, mm-hmm. and now uh, it's just completely ruined the whole thing for me. It's it's absolutely disgusting. I feel you. And um, same thing with sweatpants. The same person ruined so many things for me that I, I don't I don't own or wear sweatpants. I have a couple pair of plaid pajamas that I'll put on if I'm literally sick and staying in the couch all day. And that's the only time I'll wear sweatpants. I would not wear them otherwise. Like, that's crazy. Probably we're both rough and sweatpants. Both rough sweatpants, yeah. So, yeah, just because I knew somebody that wouldn't put anything else on. That's crazy, too. That's crazy. Right. And it wasn't like, this was before sweatpants were kind of swag. Hmm. Like now, sweatpants are kind of swag. Dude, sweatpants, get, sweatpants are bougie now. Yeah, if you get a dope set, like I'm not gonna lie, like they can be super dope. But I think it's just this, like, it was just how he didn't care. There's the lack of caring about himself that he would smoke like that and just wear sweatpants and just not be kept at all. And it, it scarred me. Like I never want to portray that or be that. No, that'll do it, man. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad way to be, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah, this is a nice smoke. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> All right, so what's it taste like? What does it taste like? Coming out of that, that out of that fronty's a different flavor too. It does. I just love how creamy it is whenever you when you're smoking it. Honestly, it's got this like um, it's got like I don't know. It's got like I've been getting the savory terpenes out of it a lot. Like it has almost like this like a, I don't know like a like a moist butter kind of like. Thing. I don't know, but it's also got that gas and like it, it's it's really good. And I say a lot of that. I should give people an idea when you hold wedding cake when you first have it. If you've never had it, it's like it's completely encrusted in resin. Some of the like most ridiculous cannabis I've ever seen. There's a reason why it's really hyped up and um, breaking it apart. It feels kind of plasticky because it's so just caked up with uh, really big resin glands. Um, and the smoke itself is usually got like a blue tint in the air because it's got so much, you know, THC and resin and stuff in it. So, I mean, it's just a, it's a really different kind of smoke compared to a lot of things. Like you smoke a, you know, a, a airier, fluffier weed, and the smoke is just not this dense. Like I can, I can still taste the sourness from the resin of it in my mouth <laughs> after I've, I've hit it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like up to twenty minutes sometimes. Right. And yeah, just look at how thick that smoke is. Like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it was only maybe a two and a half inch blunt, three inches. We're down to a crutch now, pretty much. Not that I rolled a crutch in it, but it's about the size of a crutch. Um, one thing I always like to talk about with really good, well-grown weed is a turp stack. Mm. And that's yeah. where... Mm-hmm. The terpenes are so abundant that they've stacked up in the resin, Mm -hmm. in the blunt, and it actually becomes a better taste as it gets shorter as opposed to a bad taste. With weed that hasn't been flushed properly or has chemicals on it or whatever, it'll end up stacking those those extra fertilizers and sprays and stuff, and it'll taste just terrible. Mm. I think that's half of what gives you, like, the worst weed breath in the world is just, like, you got a chemical stack in your mouth. Right. Whereas, like, a good weed, you really get that terp stack. <clears throat> yeah, getting down to the roach of it, you really taste the um, resin of all of it, mm-hmm. both the the frontal and that. Right, and it mixes together and it gives it a. It's a much more a much more savory flavor. A, yeah, like creamy coffee into it, especially when I lick my lips. Totally see that. I think my favorite about it too, though, is it also just it, it, it. Even though it does have all those things uh, piled up on top of it, it still tastes just as true as it did the first time. Just the extra. Yeah, it, like sometimes when you smoke weed, by the time you get halfway through it the joint or blunt, you're just like, doesn't even taste the same. Don't taste the same. Just tastes like hay now, damn near. Could be any weed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find that a lot. One of the most disappointing things, especially especially when you crack it open and it smells like something super alluring something you're really excited for Mm -hmm. and then you spark it up and it tastes okay and then halfway through you couldn't even tell what weed you're smoking anymore and you're just just like right yeah definitely 
And then with Fronto, that's just kind of a general term for full leaf tobacco meant for rolling. Um, there's a lot of different varieties of tobacco you can buy. And I've sampled a lot. The particular variety we are smoking now is uh, Havana Primed. And it's a Havana seed strain, um, but it's grown in Connecticut. And primed means that they cut the leaves off the plant before it was fully mature. And uh, mm. I know you got some of the regular Havana 7, which is the mm -hmm. same strain, but grown fully out. And those are two incredible differences too. Yeah. Um, my, my leaf has a little bit more of a robust earthy flavor to it. The primed is a little more sweeter, has kind of more of a maple aroma to it. Mine still has the maple kind of like presence, but it's not specifically as strong as the primed. Um, and I would say the Havana 7 definitely has a smell akin to like a really nice cigar, mm. which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Definitely so. Interesting though, whenever I was talking to one of the representatives when I bought it, uh, they told me there wasn't a rolling, leaf, rolling, rolling quality leaf, or it wasn't a front, I guess a wrapper quality leaf. What's that? Uh, the Havana 7, or Havana, Havana Prime, I guess. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I do find that I've got more holes in the recent batch than in previous batches. Mm. So maybe that's what he's referencing. And I definitely, you couldn't, you couldn't use it as a, what's considered a cigar wrapper quality leaf. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference between a wrapper quality leaf and something that's nice to roll fronto. Mm -hmm. So when you're dealing with uh, what's considered cigar wrapper quality leaf, it needs to be basically perfect. Zero imperfections in the color and the gradient. And that's basically for the whole batch, considering you're, you're hoping to roll a bunch of really consistent cigars that are hard to tell any differences and no blemishes on the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And when you use uh, tobacco leaf for rolling a whole cigar, especially the larger ones, you're usually using the whole half side of the leaf. Right. So the whole leaf itself needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And if the thing has any blemishes, technically it's not considered wrapper quality. Right. I mean, and Certain things that could be considered blemishes would be like, you know, uh, sunspots where holes potentially almost peek through, mm -hmm. um, cracks, holes, really. Uh, there's what's called sweating. And ultimately, I mean, I can show you guys what sweating looks like. Um, but basically, it's a uh, over, it's, it's an aging, it's the aging process of the tobacco itself. Um, accelerated is what sweating is. And it's undesirable just because of how um, it affects the flavor of everything. But it's these black spots. Um, yeah, I was getting mine on that, and I was wondering what that was. Yeah, it's basically just the leaf um, aging rapidly fast. Um, it's unfortunate, and like and whenever you smoke these parts of the leaf, it uh, it's a whole lot stronger in nicotine, a whole lot stronger in flavor too, almost overpowering to the uh, to to what you're rolling up inside of it. I've only rolled weed up inside my leaves, so um, when it comes down to it, I think that these parts are probably best just cut off and not used if you really want to have an i'd say probably like a really good experience but you know if you want to just savor the, the every part of your leaf that's not there's nothing wrong with it it's smokable 100 percent um it's just stronger you know i might have to take a couple breaks but um okay. yeah that shit gets me high sometimes when i smoke by myself right get back Dude. to the the cannabis portion of it i think a huge part of why i like the tobacco is the I always love smoking these incredibly potent weeds mm -hmm. uh, and really heavy indicas, but the buzz of the nicotine is really kind of a nice stimulant. Um, and I read something that said uh, a study based on the effects of uh, nicotine and THC outside of the negative effects of smoking in general, not taking that into account, just the mental effects. They said that when you combine nicotine with uh, cannabis, you had less memory loss, hmm. better memory retention. Hmm. And I find that I would, I want that. You know? yeah, like, right. <laughs> I, I love feeling high, I love it, but, and I love the taste of weed and I want to be stoned and none of that goes away when you have some nicotine in your system, but you definitely, I feel like I'm better at work. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not like forgetting trivial stuff, I'm not turning around like, wait, what was I doing all the time? Right. You know, and, um, Whereas if I take too many dabs and or smoke a joint, like I'm, I'm kind of like that. Mm -hmm. You know, can't get my keys, wall, and phone together for my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they do say nicotine's good for you know. It's a stimulant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like writers and stuff use it. Because mm -hmm. yeah, just even after that blunt, I can feel this kind of pep in my step and coffee. You know? mm -hmm. Right. That's another thing I should make clear. Uh, 
I drink coffee from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, pretty much. Um, I smell some of the most robust weeds in ridiculous quantities, <laughs> but I stay caffeinated. Caffeinated, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just ridiculous. Right. It's just it's 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 a balance when when you when you I don't know. I feel like weed is great and kind of keeps my uh, my mental state in the right spot. And while it uh, it can drag my physical state down, you know, having that coffee or that even that that nicotine stimulant is more like like I said, it's kind of more. It's just stimulating. It's it's just it, it puts you more into the, into the vibe. I love it. I absolutely love coffee. Yeah, feels good. The flavor, mm -hmm. the feeling, the synergy it has on top of the tobacco. Like talk about a crazy synergy that I just chase every day. Right. And tobacco, weed, and caffeine or good coffee. No, Especially right. being in Seattle, we're absolutely spoiled. Oh, dude, totally. So many options to coffee. Right. So many people who take pride in their and uh, what they do. Um, I might. Oh, yeah, uh, I might. Is that fit on there? Hey, cap to the rescue! Right, got that Santa Cruz shredder. Damn, that's cool. That's a cool card cap. Yeah, right. You can swap it. So this guy has sideways. This guy has holes in it. I don't want to be able to do this without pliers right now. Santa Cruz shredder makes my favorite grinder I've ever had. Dude, they have the best grinder. Like straight up. Yeah. No plug. That's that. They their grinder is legit. Yeah. Free plug. It is a plug. It's a free <laughs> plug right now, as of right now, it's a free plug. <laughs> we will definitely take some Santa Cruz Santa Cruz shredders to show people to try them out. Right, they are the best. Yeah. What's definitely. crazy too is I've had my same one that I got for probably about ten years now, and it's still just perfect. Mm -hmm, right. I, I mean, absolutely, it's just the best. Yeah, it dude. breaks down weed so well. So for my blunts, though, I don't I don't use a grinder. I have a little set of fiskers, like the standard gardening fiskers, that I just chop the weed up nice. I find the course is better for the blunt smoke. But when it comes to a joint, the Santa Cruz shredder just is absolutely the best. Yeah, dude, and grinding, grinding, clear, everything. Fiskers are scissors. Oh yeah, <laughs> Fisker fiskers brand are a scissors. brand of little. Yeah, most people in like the cannabis industry are familiar with the. These particular mm. Fiskers as the spring-loaded uh, trimming scissors you see no, so often. The gray ones with the orange trim. Yes, yeah. Yep, yep. All right, so let's uh, try a dab here. Let's do it. Oh, That's more wedding cake. Oh, this card cap is kind of cool. Basically, draw, it has these holes in the stem of it. And like I said, you can switch it. It's on top view now. You can switch to the side view, and basically it goes to uh, like a hammer look. But yeah. it draws in air from up here in the sides so that it doesn't necessarily uh it just shoots straight down and like just i guess i don't know it just, it's supposed to be more efficient in that way um it's dope right they designed it they have a website with the description on it yeah it's deep it's deep in there it is in there i'm probably gonna have to like heat that up and uh <laughs> maybe by the time we're done doing some dabs it'll, it'll probably be warmed up Yeah, it's all serious stuff. Santa Cruz Shredder is an American company. So the, the grinder I actually use is uh, called a Mendo Mulcher, and it's a local company out of Bellingham. Same deal, though. I've had it for like 10 years. It's still in the same exact condition. I've probably gone through five other cheap ones in the amount of time that I've had the same one that was dope. Mm -hmm. All right. So on this particular uh, <coughs> wedding cake dab, what are we looking at here? 7% terpenes, 75%, total 71 THC. It's manufactured on uh, January 26, 19. It's definitely a sugar sauce. Just so people know, we're also, uh, this is also Lifted's wedding cake oil. We figured to give a proper review of the weed, we could double up on the same strain, same people. Mm -hmm. See if we can't keep that consistent, just so that while we are explaining the effects, it's all it's all in line. Sometimes you can try a bunch of different flavors 
that doesn't always <coughs> allow you to describe the effect. Right. <coughs> Got him. First half of the day, I'll do that. Right. It's, yep. it's always. Are you going to slide over so you can take it out? Oh, yeah, sure. It's always the dad that'll do it. You know. <clears throat> so that's not, the, that's not my normal rig for my E now. Usually I have it on this, and then I have that looped up around the thing on my desk mm -hmm. so that it doesn't fall over. So that's why I brought this one, so I don't know. For sure. This is a little more dab friendly. Right here. Right. That was not bad. There we go. It's a great flavor. Yeah. I feel like we're on a little bit of the, are we, what's our, what's our temp at right now? It's at 7.50 on there. Yeah. Like, that's not true temp though. Probably not. Like it tastes, you, tastes more like five. Yeah, I'm saying five, if, you, if you hit it with a gun right now, it'll probably be around 6.50. I have a gun, but um, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Nice and sweet. The flavor definitely transfers over just like the weed, maybe just a little extra sweetness like any dab should. Right, exactly. I mean, it's a concentrate if it. If it tastes that good in a bunch, it tastes twice as good in a dab. That's true. <laughs> I've had lived, I've had the wedding cake dabs up before where like I've, I've opened up the jar and it just skunks up the house. Like it just smells like straight dank weed. Right. It's good. Yeah, the smell in this oil is, um, it's very like effervescent. Almost reminds me of like, uh, clears your nostrils like Vicks Vapor Rub or something right. like that. Mm -hmm. Really nice. Yeah, and it smells a little bit gassier than it tastes right now. I'm sure if you hit this with a little bit hotter temp, you might get a little bit more of that, um, more a little more sour to it. Right. Armani taking a dab now. Mm-hmm. Smoking out of a just a basic cheap rig. Live on since market days. Actually bought that thing probably at the booth right next to you, damn near Monty, back in the day. Bought from Jensen. <laughs> Word. <laughs> That's funny. Shout out Teriyaki Terps. <laughs> teriyaki Terps. <laughs> One of the best IG handles. Yeah. Right next to my homie Trill Collins. <laughs> Trill Collins and Teriyaki Terps. Look up their Instagram. <coughs> They're always having fun. Yep, yep. <coughs> All right. Well, yeah, now officially, I feel like I'm stoned. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the thing. Um, and it is fun that it's all wedding cake. That's true. I've been often on a blend kick lately. So I've Dude. been doing a lot of this blend of wedding cake and Rude Boy. Yes, that is the one. That's, that's an excellent taste. It really is. Um, you're, you're not doing the dough boy. You made your own dough boy. I made my own dough boy and it's better. Yeah, exactly. It's way more fire. It's way better. And so I think it's Lipta just came out with the luxury line and dough boy is one of their strains and it's Rude Boy crossed with wedding cake. And, you know, it's good. But it is really good. It's just not what we thought it would be. Right. But you take you take you take great wedding cake, you mix that with some great root boy, just by itself, and then that's just that's, yeah, that's, roll, a, that's a powerful smoke. Together. Making your own dough boy. Making your own. So, yeah. I like the name uh well, what the hell is it? Like we call it like bachelor party. Mm. Wedding cake and root boy. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor party blends. Right. <coughs> or wedding crasher. Wedding crasher. Yep. Rude boy. 
right. So, what else do we got? I feel like we're kind of hitting the wall here. We smoked the blunt. We took some bong hits. Took a dab. See if there's any weed news out there. Um, I did make a list of things. I was going to, but then I drank beer instead. <coughs> um, watched the UFC. <laughs> well, so. speaking of beer, anybody had a really good beer they recommend lately? Because that's another thing, talking about a, a synergy, like it's a little early for me to start drinking now, but in right. the day, I love having a nice, strong beer Dude. with my cannabis and my chilling. <laughs> right. Yeah, we... Uh, I do a thing called dab marine, and that's where I take a dab and then down a 12-ounce beer and then blow out the dab. And the mix of the hops and the cannabis is just, an, it brings on flavors like you wouldn't believe. I do it with IPAs, I do it with stouts, I do it with all different, like red beers, and it just creates all different extra flavors and it gets you cross-faded like a motherfucker. Yeah, I've seen he does the videos of them, and they're really impressive to <laughs> see him down a whole twelve ounce or whatever. Just yeah. no big deal. While the stab is still in his gullet, it's like what? <laughs> this guy is going in. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, I try. I, I try. He told me I had to do it just for the flavor, so I did take a fat dab uh, and drink some beer, but I didn't pound a whole one. It's weird, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's different too. Like just sipping on the beer and doing it. It works, but like overwhelming the senses with it is too much. And I don't take the fattest dab though. Okay. Because like you know, otherwise it'd be I can't. I wouldn't be able to hold it in. Yeah. So I'll take a little bit of a smaller dab, but down that beer, and also doing it out of the bottle or can is not as easy out of a pounder. So like out of a pounder is kind of necessary also. Okay. I imagine that right airflow. Airflow is yeah. airflow is key. And if you're doing it out of a bottle, like you're gonna have to get like I don't know. I've seen people do like the spin the trick. This is the yeah. Because <laughs> it's like it's like when you're all done and you blow out that dab and take like that gasp of air, it just like makes the oxygen activate all the flavors. I think. Yeah, I, I can see it. that. Can it definitely it. spiked the flavor. It was like, it's like you taste it going down. The dab going down, and then it's all erased by this intense beer. And then you blow the dab out, and you're like, "Oh, geez, there's so much flavor here still." Yeah. And but it's all it's all combined now. Yeah. It's like it's different on the way out than the way in. Yeah, and I've been I've been really and trying to find different combinations of beers. Like, like wedding cake goes better with a stout than an IPA. Oh, that's and that's more, excellent. More, oh yeah, you know that, that's that's great information. Lemony <laughs> strains go better with IPAs or even a hefeweizen or something. And oh, like, yeah. like pairing it up like that gets real fun. There you go. Um, one of my favorite pairings has always been Gorilla Glue with coffee. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's something about those two together that's just divine. I'll do the same thing with a, a joint or a blunt. I'll hit that, and then I'll take a sip, a sip of coffee while I'm holding it in, and then blow it out. Yeah. And it's just like one of the best tastes ever. Yeah, I get real nostalgic flavors when I smoke a blunt with coffee. Because Me too. Because it tastes kind of like... Um, when I was a kid being in the Denny's that had a smoking That's section. That's exactly oh, yeah. what it oh, yeah. is. Yeah, it's this taste of like, it, like you only ever smelt it as a kid, but mm -hmm. you know, it was it was just- The smell of coffee and a cigarettes. A million cigarettes and so much coffee. And, and then I think also it comes down to like the kind of syrupy smell that's in the air too, because <clears throat> now you're on like the weed. Uh, a lot of weed has like a syrupiness to it. So yeah, that combo, I'm just like in a fucking pancake house at four years old. Instead, I'm like, in real life, I'm driving down the block. <laughs> For me, it does the same exact thing, but I'm transferred to my grandma's house that I would stay at like one week and a, a month. You know what I mean? Okay. And she would sit every morning and when she make, she'd make me breakfast. And all the time I would get those microwave French toast breakfasts. So syrup, oh, yep. right syrup. there, I'm in sitting the eating. The French toast breakfast while she's sitting across the table from me, yep, you know, five feet away from coffee, the seven-year-old, smoking a cigarette and sipping coffee. Yep. And that's exactly what I envision every time I hit that shit like mm -hmm. that. There it is. Yeah, it's, it's just super nice nostalgia. Yeah, your, uh, your olfactory is tied in extremely close to your memory. And so that's why uh, smells just bring you right back to certain times in your life. And I think it's because 
where it's really necessary to remember poisonous mm-hmm. things and usually oh, yeah. you're putting a poison right in front of your mouth and if it smells like shit you throw it yeah you know and so it's good to remember smells right um, they trigger that they trigger that yeah it's really important but it's really weird when it comes down to like remembering the pancake house at five or the <laughs> aunt's house at right because yeah. i was even going to say that earlier when we were smelling the weed and i was saying i don't i, I can't equate this to other smells because i just get like memories mostly interesting like because like i grew up with so much of my family smoking weed like on the low that it was like i would just walk into a room that somebody smoked weed in and it's like oh this weed smells like when i walked into the basement at <laughs> such and such's house when i was nine you that's know what hilarious. i mean like, i totally that's know what kinda, you're saying too <laughs> that's mostly what i get and so i have to like try to block that out and then envision the smell okay and what is my smelling right now and it's hard for me to just get past the memories interesting that's wild mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've grown up around a lot like I don't know very many people that were in my family or family friends that weren't smokers and they were pretty discreet about it just because back then it was a lot, yeah, so a lot more bastardized than it is yeah yeah so but yeah you always had that skunk smell in the garage or the basement or the right. car like mm-hmm. you just get in something and you're just like Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a kid, sometimes you're like, this one was extra wicked. You guys. <laughs> like, like, My hair all standing up. Like, I remember, like, walking into, like, you know, the shed out back when there's, like, like maybe there's a barbecue going on at the house. And there was all of a sudden five adults hanging out in the shed for some reason. And I just go back there to check out what they're doing. It's a dumb seven-year-old. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? And just a bunch of adults scrambling. And then all of a sudden, I'm smelling that. Yeah. And that's, like, that's what I envision a lot of times. Like, oh, that's that's the shed that the uncles were hanging out in the grandma's house. That's uh, what that weed is. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's a fun deal with the memories and that. It is, and yeah, it's it's weird thinking about the bastardization of it back then. And how it's changed, yeah, how it's changed, and, and like uh, it makes me think of just how propaganda pushed it forward so far you know what I mean like how it made people think they were doing something wrong when they knew they weren't like they felt they weren't they knew they weren't doing something wrong but this was pushed on you so hard that then made you feel guilty about it right even though you didn't feel wrong because you were like no this is not hurting me quite obviously yeah as a kid that actually I kind of suffered that paradigm a lot because my mom my whole life was a cannabis user and you know because you got school and dare telling you that cannabis is just as evil as heroin and meth and then when you go home and you know your mom's doing doing this pot you know this big villainous thing that they're talking about and you try to have a conversation with her she would just fucking flip her lid like now i'm gonna turn her into cps and just all this she would just go absolutely ape shit and if she would just been honest with me i would have had a probably a more realistic understanding of the situation but i think because she got into such a panic it really fueled my my thinking that you know well shit then it must be correct the propaganda and all the bullshit that i heard at school it's got to be true because my mom just flipped her fucking lid when I tried to get an honest answer from her. Right. And and that really, like, made me look down on her as a kid. It made me question authority a lot. It really, like, it changed my whole scope of life completely because I felt like, wow, my mom's a drug user at the age of seven. When really, it was just fucking weed. And, like, if, if I had grown up in this generation, it would have been no big fucking deal. And I have a feeling my mom and I would have a completely different relationship. Right. And it's not that we don't have a good relationship, but it's just sad. Circumstantially. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's just kind of sucks for a plant that's by and large benign. Yeah. And your relationship's good now, but there was those years that it wasn't. And a lot of it was based on that, like mistrust of, right. Oh, my mom's doing things that aren't right. Or my mom's doing things that are illegal or wrong or harmful to her. And then, and then me in, you know, down the line, because if she's harming herself, that will affect me. No doubt. When, when, None of that is real. None of it is real. Yeah. And and I wish that, you know, it would have I wish that people would have been more honest about it. It's like Yeah. 
I don't know. It's it's a bummer. So I'm I'm glad that it's it's changing because there's just there's too much of that. Like we're you know you're you're criminalizing something where it's it's like honest hardworking people using something that's safer than most substances as far as if you want to get a load on. And you know I don't know. Yeah. There's been big talk lately about like schizophrenia and and cannabis and this and that. Whether it's really that safe, but it's just like. I don't know. Yeah, so speaking of propaganda, I saw this morning I was um, looking on, it's weedweek.com is where I get a lot of my just cannabis information. They send out an email every week and kind of just keep you up to date on politics and entertainment and different things in the cannabis world. And there's a uh, company called MedMen that have filmed the first recreational cannabis commercial and they don't have anywhere they're going to be able to air it yet on real tv so they're working on that it was directed by the infamous spike jones i don't know if you know him from you know hip-hop videos and whatnot back in the day that's loud right and uh it does reference like the old movie reefer madness and references you know basically how we were taught in the past and how it is now and it's called the new normal and it's a real cool video it's a little two minute video on youtube should check it out i'll uh try to figure out how to get a link to it somehow i don't know i don't know how to put a link on instagram besides in my bio i don't want to do that but either way check it out on on youtube it's called new normal by med men there's a good chance you can can make it it in your story add a link in your story oh yeah swipe up maybe yeah. I don't know how to do it, but I've seen yeah. it done. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on that. But yeah, I watched it today. And it was a really, really well done video. It starts out with, you know, George Washington grew hemp and fades all the way to where we're at today. And a lot of the, you know, how many lives have been ruined by the laws and how many people have gone to prison over it and how many oh, families dude, have been. It's kind of a tragedy. You know, it super is. How many families have been disrupted by the whole thing. And I will say, like, once you make something criminal criminals are going to gravitate towards it and so it's not the plant's fault that criminals have in some ways given it a bad rap but it's like you've criminalized it so that's just giving them another thing to work with and now you're like villainizing the plant to go with it too so even if it's if you're looking at it like that it's like it re- recreationalizing weed is just a kind of a win-win in that way or legalizing it right that and I would say I was criminalized for dealing with the plant. Like, I wouldn't have been ever called a criminal had this plant not been illegal. Right. Because I've never done anything besides smoke weed and drive without my driver's license when you look at my record. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And so, you know, and and the drive without my license was because of weed. So. Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, Now you just got to worry about all these DUIs with 0.5 nanogram bullshit. Right. Right. That needs to change. Right. Yeah, that's such a low amount. Such a low amount. No, no. No daily user is going to no ever, ever, ever fall with it, no matter what, even if they're sober. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I haven't looked into it in a while. I know WSU was doing the, unless you, unless test, the study on uh, getting more of like a, a breathalyzer for it so you can see like actual current. Oh, I know this. High. there's been a lot of like money going into that. I don't know if they've nailed it down yet. And so they were, the last thing I saw was probably nine months ago, they were looking for as many people as they could to form a baseline. Okay. And they were trying to find like real potheads. Like the more people that we find that are daily users, like smoke all smoke day, every real, day, yeah. the more we can get a realistic view of what does pot do to you to your you know that's real your reflexes and how do you sign all up that. <laughs> yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah that's i mean it. i don't really want a blood drop but i'd be curious to right. see what my numbers are and on a regular was... afternoon so i rolled up a uh half gram joint of the 1031 batch of wedding cake. 1031 wedding nice. cake. All right. Stay yeah. on this train. I figured we, I figured spooky. we did. Spooky. Probably. Yeah, right. We get some spooky Halloween vibes. vibes. Here we go. <clears throat> this comes back to that whole thing. I mean, this weed's cured up absolutely excellent. 
It's like some people scoff at weed that's more than two months old. Right. But this year is sitting at, uh, you know, almost five. Is that right? What's that? This it's one? Almost five now? Yeah. Almost eight October. Well, I would say beer, in almost November. Four months. Four months? Like, because it has 28 days in February, we're like right. looking at four months exactly to the day. Okay. You know what I mean? If yeah. you go 30 days in a month. Whatever. And it's still, I'm sure, just perfect. You know? Right. It really is. You got the glass tip on there? No, oh, yeah. I got I got it covered. Twisty. I don't know. I'm going to, I'll look into that. Trying to see how to uh, help WSU make sure that, you know, because the more the real potheads do it, then the higher the number's going to be is what it comes down to. Yeah. Right, we need to start like the Weed Olympics and go in there and just try to drive these fucking numbers. The numbers way to the top. Like, yeah. no, look, I got a billion nanograms in my system and watch this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, like, just eat like four dose carts and go in there. Right. Yeah. When I say exactly. dose cartridges, I mean like four grams of activated CO2 looking at like anywhere from 70 to 80 percent. Right. You so. just explode the you just <laughs> break the calibration. <laughs> You'd also be tripping balls, but going there with Oh yeah, you would be driving yourself. Be like, you, you function like this? You feel like he's like, right. I'm functioning right now. Now your eyes are closed. I'm the world's <laughs> best backwards driver. Right. Your eyes are closed, and you're sitting in a wheelchair. <laughs> Take my blood. I gotta go to Taco Bell. <clears throat> tasty. See, tasty. I always feel like I like. Um, I got these. I got these for free, but um, I like rolling up joints with rice paper. Like rice paper for me just tends to have one of the one of the cleanest burns and one of the just I would say un unadulterated flavorings to the to the to the cannabis. Like Yeah. I think elements, it's rice papers are really nice. I like those. Me too. Um elements. That's mm-hmm. probably like elements. Those are probably my I favorite. Some of those for the shop. Um, <coughs> organic raw. Yeah. Those are good. Organic raw. If you ever need a pack of papers in your wallet. Old school club papers. You ever seen those? They are a square pack. So the paper itself is folded hamburger style, not hot dog. Mm -hmm. There's no gum. It's really interesting. They're tiny, but they're perfect for your wallet because there is no gum. So they're never going to stick together. But the trick is you fold like a a hairline across the top where the gum would have been. And then you carefully tear that off. And what happens is it leaves a little rough edge of fibers of the hemp because it's a hemp-based paper. And those act as a natural stick. Like it's like it velcros mm, to it itself it. when you lick it. Right. And it rolls the best pinners when you're in a pinch and that's all you got. Highly nice. recommend a pack of clubs for like the, the wallet. Dope. Pack of clubs. Yeah, you know what we call it when all your papers get stuck together like that? Uh-uh. Hip lick. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, your papers got hip licked, homie. So you start pulling out one zigzag, you just got long ass fucking. Yeah. Oh, well, looks like we run into the star. <laughs> Unless we're rolling the fucking stupid, crazy Cheech and Chonger sideways. I don't know that I've ever used this like raw glass torpedo thing. I've used the. Is that one of those spinny ones? Mm-hmm. It creates a vortex in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of where it's at, though. Right? Watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like one of those, like, whistle spinners. I think I'll put that in there. Oh. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta hit this thing hard if you want to get it to whistle, though, okay? It's a whiz. It's not a whistle. (laughs) I use a kazoo for a road trip sometimes. Kazoo. Those only work if you blow out, don't they? Bad about that. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, I put the kazoo in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're done. Yeah, it's gone. We're done. How long have we been Can recording? Always... Time's in. I've been recording for yeah, I've been recording for an hour. And... Or hour and yeah, five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. So we can probably call it. Thanks for tuning in. We certainly appreciate your time listening to us smoke weed and talk about it. Yeah, it'll only get better from here. So if you like this, be prepared for even better shit. 
Yeah, and I, just, I think we get a lot of the introduction stuff so that you know our vocabulary isn't unknown and mm-hmm. kind of how we do what we do is is kind of like understood. It'll be a lot less, I don't know, introduction style. We'll be able to actually just kind of get to it. Right. As popularity goes up too, production will go up. Right. So uh, check out my Instagram, Cousin Nate, C-U-Z-Z-I-N-N-A, for uh, some pictures and video of some of the things we were doing around here. I video of us uh, smoking and dabbing and shit. So got some pictures of the wedding cake on there, both the oil and the flour. Picture of a fronto, little video of the actual fronto leaf. So check that out. Before we go, anybody got a good suggestion for some tunes somebody should listen to? A non-sponsored tune plug, just something dope you've been you've been jamming to, or something um, you think the listeners need to hear while they're smoking or chilling? I just been banging that new Offset all weekend. New Offset, I but know. I don't I don't really recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Migos don't need no help. Oh, word. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got yep. yeah. That's funny. I mean, hey guys, get it. Go check out the Offset. It's probably fire. I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah, gonna the beats are banging. You know. Yeah, of course. Right. He rides to him. I, I feel like he's always been one of my favorite dudes from the Migos. But you know, I don't know much about the Migos. I'm an old man. I all I know is they fucking they turn it up. They they, they pipe it up. They give me fucking. They give me excited about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Life is good when the Migos are on. It's fun. <laughs> they are. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> That's all I'm trying to do most of the time. Well, well. Right. <laughs> what about you, Kim? Uh, you know, I guess, you know, all, all I've been listening to lately is like, I don't know, metalcore. Like, I, I listen to a lot of stuff like this. So, like, uh, Architects, I've been, I've been jamming their Holy Hell album lately, but it's... Architects, Holy Hell? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty solid. If you're, if, you're into, if you're into some thrash, like, new style, like, metalcore, it's pretty cool. Definitely. Nice. I, I think the vocalist itself has like he's kind of like got like this Chester Bennington style like I don't feel like anybody could could do it voice so gotcha. it's definitely and definitely cool I'd say for me in the last few months the same album just the most hyped for me oh, it's so good is that T. Jones Ineffable Truth that thing is still just the craziest every time it comes on I feel like my brain is just melting and rearranging itself in the Fucking like bionic electric cubes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets me lit. Hell yeah. Well, all right. So this has been Twist and Talk, episode one. This is Nate saying peace out. Later, guys. Later.